like she said, Growth Track is the place that we get to unwrap the gifting that God placed on the, each, on the inside of each one of us. And it's amazing when we find out while we were created, you know, there's three great days on planet earth. One is the, one, the day that you were born. The second one is the day that you were born again. And the third one is to find out why you were born again. And that's kind of what growth track is all about. If we're going to unwrap God's DNA design on the inside of you so that you can live literally the most fulfilled life. About 25 years ago, 25 years ago, Lord, I, I need help with math. About nine years ago, <laughs> that's a little bit of a difference. Um, about nine years ago, we started Pathway Church, and there was a group of about 25 of us got together in a room, literally, if y'all, and I don't remember know if it's still Edward D. Jones over here on Port Natchez. It's the old, uh, it used to be a church. Um, what is the name of the church? It, they changed the name now. It's not even the same name, I don't think. Anyway, it was a church right next to First Baptist. And I'm going, somebody here knows the answer. Huh. Church of Jesus, that's right. It used to be Church of Jesus, the old Church of Jesus building. Edward D. Jones had it, and I knew the guy there, and he let us use some of their rooms, and we took our people through Growth Track. And literally, first time I had been through it, and it was one of the most transforming experiences I ever had. And it's because somehow uh, it, it ingrained, it, uh, it, it created in me this passion to find out what people were good at so they could function in the body of Christ just a little bit you know it's it's it doesn't have to you don't have to be a preacher on the street corner okay that may not be your gifting but you know you might be somebody who can smile and wear a yellow vest and direct people to to traffic you know to to park you know or you might be somebody that's up here everyone in this room has a gift that God has given you to advance his purpose on planet earth and that's to take the gospel around the world starting <laughs> with us with our family with our community with our church and on and on and on so you guys kind of know about that that's one of the reasons why we bring this up because foundationally serving in your gifting is one of the five fundamentals of discipleship if you're not serving somewhere in your gifting sometime once a month something like that. Some of you guys work shift work and stuff like that. You go, ah, once a quarter is all I can do. Well, that's okay. You, we, we, it's not an option not to do anything or to do nothing, but it is, uh, God gives us the opportunity to use our gifting. And so why would you not want to do that? So foundationally, let's talk about that in just a minute. Serving in his purpose is part of the discipleship process. So that's one thing. But I want to show you something that I think is very powerful. I can get this to work, okay? There's a, a lighthouse on Lake Superior. And until they built that lighthouse, there were more than nine ships that went on, ran aground or they shipwrecked and, and the ships were lost and the men lost their lives. And it was really, really a bad thing. It was terrible. It was bigly bad, okay? <laughs> Sometimes I think about uh, somebody that we know that uses the word bigly, and uh, that's just not funny to y'all, I guess. So, <laughs> some of y'all are kind of going, well, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that right now. Okay. So we won't. 
so the lighthouse, this particular lighthouse on Lake Superior has 1,700 prisms that are all faceted together to make this giant round ball. And it sets on water. And the water rises and falls every 10 seconds. And as it rises up, it shoots a beam of light 22 miles into Lake Superior. And it warns people of impending danger. And, and you can kind of read the, this, I just got this out of Webster's, y'all. So it's, you know, it's not that hard to preach. You know what I mean? So it's a structure such as a tower. And I pray that every one of us would be a tower. The local church is the tower. You guys are the 1,700 prisms that are fastened together perfectly, just like we're talking about growth track and finding a way that you can just give a little bit, shine a light just a little bit with a powerful light that gives a continuous, and that's the key, continuous, not giving up, don't stop, intermittent signal to the navigators or the people that are trying to navigate life. We know those people. We are those people. We're just trying to find a way to get a little bit more of the light of the gospel on the inside of us so that we can reach 22 miles away and warn people. You know, the, the scripture tells us that, that in Ezekiel, I think chapter 3, it tells us that it's our job to be the watchman on the wall that warns the wicked, that warns people. You know, some of us go, I just like them to go to hell. I just don't care. <laughs> the, you, know, I, you know, because they're wicked. Well, you know, some of us were too. And if we don't know Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we're, He's the only one that makes us perfect. And so... God looks at us without Jesus and says, oh, that's not good. I, I cast that away into the lake of fire. But when he looks at us and sees Jesus, he goes, oh, purity, holiness. Uh, I, I forgive them, and, I, and I'm going to make them perfect. So, foundationally, be thinking about this because I want to talk to you about something that I don't want you to ignore. Now, here's why. Hebrews 5.11 we have much to say to you. I can't read that back there. So. <laughs> but it's hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. The King James says that you are dull of hearing. <laughs> Some of us are going, I'm getting tired of hearing about growth track. Well, you're actually not hearing. You're dull of hearing. <laughs> and I'm laughing right now, hoping that you're not just, you know, I'm not the one getting on your toes. Jesus is, you know, and, say, and he's not getting on your toes. He's going, come on, let's go. Come on. There's people dying and going to hell. And I have something on the inside of you that I've created that only you can give. Only you can reach that person. Only you can reach that family member. Only you can live a life where others look at and they go, wow, what is it about that person? What's different about that person? Uh, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm attracted to that because you're a light, you're a lighthouse. You're part of the prisms that's shining a light miles and miles away and you're noticed by a navigator that's just going by. Or maybe they're coming your direction and you're gonna warn them, hey, if you don't, I hate to say it that way, I'd rather say it like this, you're missing out. You're, you're not living what you're created to do. You're not living your best life. God has so much more for you.
And all we have to do is say yes. I love you, Lord. Yes, I'm gonna follow the pathway <laughs> that you've given me. That's what God wants us to do. Don't be dull of hearing. It's your choice. Dull of hearing just simply means this, that we have our perspective and then God has his perspective. But we prefer our perspective. And so we're gonna go, no, I, I kinda like what I'm doing. Oh, the, oh, come on, it doesn't really mean that. That was the lie that the devil told Eve and Adam. Get, did, did God really say that? Did God really mean that? You think you're really gonna die? Well, you'll die spiritually. You'll die and will not have all that God created you to be because you won't be close to him. So here's the thought, y'all, because I wanna paint a picture and I want you to understand over the next few weeks, we're gonna be talking about this particular scripture. And I think it's a foundation that's missing in the body of Christ. It, we have one part of it is in, I'll just say the American church. And we, we do that one really well. But then we're missing the other six elements. And it's really the seven spirits of God. And it's out of Isaiah 11, one through three. I love the beginning of it because it just starts us off with this. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. So the stump is actually talking about Jesse. Jesse was David's father. Jesus came from the lineage of David, King David in the Bible. And so this is, the stump is actually talking about Jesse. So Jesus is gonna come from, from the lineage of David, okay? And then it says this, from his roots, a branch will bear fruit. I went and studied that word branch, and it's really neat. I love how God does stuff. It's actually the root word where we get the word for Nazarene. Now, isn't that fascinating that hundreds of years before Jesus was born on planet Earth, this scripture, this is a prophetic word about Jesus himself. And it's saying, from David will come the Nazarene, the branch. I love this. This is, this is good Bible teaching. This is, I mean, I'm going, man, this is pretty good. I like that stuff, right? Look at your neighbor and go, yeah, this is pretty good. Okay, good. That makes me feel better. All right, okay. And, and the branch will bear fruit. Who's the fruit? We are. <laughs> We're the fruit of God. We're part of his family. We're his offspring. We're, we have this amazing ability on the inside of us to do amazing things. To, you know, Jesus said himself that we can do the things that he did and greater. I look forward to that. I'm, I'm, the things that I want to do that might be greater, I don't know what's great. You know, I don't know what's, what, what in the world could be greater than what Jesus could do. I'm not sure about greater, but I am sure about what he wants and that he wants us to live a life that others desire him because of the life that we're living. And as we live that life, we have opportunities to introduce people to him. And as they are introduced, then they get to accept him and then go to heaven. So, from this branch, we are the fruit, okay? I want you to see that in scripture. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Now here's the first spirit of the Lord out of the seven. And 
we'll be talking about this because I want you to understand that the, the seventh one is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And I believe that that is the one that causes the other ones to be activated and expressed through our life more than anything. And here's something that I want you to introduce you to that I think that the Lord would be pleased with. And that is a simple prayer. Lord, I pray that the spirit of the Lord, your spirit, God, would, uh, the spirit of the fear of the Lord would be alive in me in a way I've never experienced. I want to fear you, God. I want to reverence you. I want to love you. Out of gratitude, I give my life to you. That's the fear of the Lord. It's not the fear of a spanking, and you've heard me talk about this. It's the fear of what we'll miss out on if we don't give everything to Him. That's the thing people need to see in our own personal lives. They need to go, oh, what? Something's unique about that person because they've given everything to Him out of a gratitude, okay? So let me go back to this one. The, the fear of the Lord rests on Him, and I like this. Because the spirit of the fear of the Lord rests on us. This is salvation. This is where we give our life to Jesus. And it kind of rests on us. And, and it's wonderful. And I love it. And, and I enjoy it. And, but we really, the person that stays right here and does not begin to operate in the next six spirits of the Lord, they're, they're living a whole lot less than God has for their life. Because if we go through it, it has the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of, uh, of counsel, the spirit of might. And, and, and it's fascinating as we study these out. And then the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And it says something interesting, in which the Lord delights in. He delights in the spirit of the fear of the Lord because I believe he knows that everything else kind of functions based on that. The spirit of the fear of the Lord Again, it's out of this amazing gratitude. Man, God, I can't wait to serve you. God, I can't wait to put Facebook down and worship you. I can't wait to uh, say no to, to my fleshly selfish ambitions and desires to spend some time with your word. I can't wait to live the way you want me to live, God. Lord, to treat my spouse the way you want me to treat them, to treat my children the way you want me to treat them. Lord, to work, to serve, to give, to love in a way that is supernatural. And so that's what God is doing in us. But I want us to enjoy this first one because we should. It is the Spirit of the Lord that rests on us. It, it just kind of saturates us. And we just kind of get goosebumps as we enjoy the Spirit of the Lord Himself, His love, His grace, His mercy, everything that He wants to pour out, His promises. And at the same time, we can't tap into all that He wants unless we begin to understand the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding. And we'll talk about those in the days to come. The spirit of counsel, and I need that, you know. I need that just for my own personal life. The spirit of might, which is planning and going to war. And we're in a spiritual battle even now. And this, the spirit of this precious, you know, when I talk about the fear of the Lord, it's kind of, it almost feels negative when it comes out of me. But then I realize the preciousness of this spirit of fear of the Lord, the existent one, the, the never ending, the all encompassing one. That's 
this amazing, precious spirit of the fear of the Lord. So today, enjoy salvation. And as we talk on the next few weeks, I want to challenge you. Go back and read this passage, but I want to challenge you. All right? I enjoy this part, but I'm never going to take my next step, and I'm going to get into the wisdom. I'm going to get into the understanding. I'm, I'm going to understand things that are revelation that comes from heaven. I, I'm going to get into the, the knowledge, into counsel and might. So I tell you all these things because I think we're living less than what we could be living. And I'm not talking about financially or relationally or anything like that. I'm talking about in functioning. And this just came to my mind, but Psalms 103, I love this passage. And it says that, that God forgives us. I'm just going to rattle off the benefits there. God forgives us. He heals us. He delivers us. He anoints us. And He provides for us. Now, why would he say he anoints us? Because it's part of the discipleship process. The anointing of God is for the priest. The anointing of God, and not just me, we're all priests in this house according to the New Testament. If, if Jesus is the Lord of your life. He, he gives all those things to you and he anoints you so you can function in the best way God has for you. And it's going to come as the Spirit of the Lord and all those other spirits inside of you, which I believe is all one, functions and expresses itself out of you, Himself, through you. I love this. He, he expresses Himself to you, in you, through you, beyond you, and I love this part, for you. That's what God has for us. So let's pray. Let's pray and ask God to be the center of our life. You know, we can't get into heaven unless Jesus is our Lord and Savior. The Bible says we, we need to confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, and we shall be saved from hell on this earth and hell after this life. So let's pray, and let's ask Jesus to be number one. Let's ask him to save us. I'm just going to pray a simple prayer by faith. I'm not going to ask you to come forward, anything like that. This is between you and God. Just you and Jesus right now. Nobody else sitting beside you. You're just by yourself with God in His presence. And if you want to be included in this prayer of forgiveness, nobody looking around, just lift your hand up right where you're at. Slip your hand up. There's hands going up everywhere. God's moving here. You can put your hand down and put it over your heart. As you put it over your heart, we're going to pray a prayer together as a family, as a congregation, simultaneously. And we're going to pray that simple prayer in, in Romans 9. I'm sorry, Romans 10, 9 and 10. Pray these words as I say them, and you can repeat after me. God, I love you. Let's pray together loud and proud. God, I love you. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. And your word says 
I am saved. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Let's give God a hand clap. <laughs> Celebrate with him. You know, we're celebrating with him and angels in heaven are celebrating because people for the first time prayed to receive Christ today. Isn't that wonderful? So you may be going, hey, I, you know, what's next? I just made a decision for Jesus. What do I do next? Well, uh, fill out the connection card in the seat back pocket in front of you. Just fill that out and you can mark on here the decision that you made or you can go to our website at pathwaylife.org. You can just go on your phone and you can uh, uh, click on the box right there and it'll take you to the connection card and uh, it says connect with us and you can do that because we want to send you a letter. We're not going to come visit you or anything like that, but we're going to send you a letter so you'll know what your next steps are. It's just a practical, simple letter for you to know what God wants you to do next and you can and, and you can fill that out and then you'll end up you'll probably end up wanting to go to growth track you know it's 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 something neat that we do um, let's do something real quick I, this is kind of a kind of a, just a sacred moment we want to thank God with how he's blessed us you know because he's blessed us so much here at Pathway we're able to reach people in Israel People who don't know Jesus at all, we're, we're reaching them in Israel through our missionary organization there. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're training pastors to move to Muslim villages in the Middle East, and they're starting churches. Through your giving, we, we're doing that. That's what Pathway Church does sometimes, or what we do every month for, since we've been a church. We're, we have a next-generation ministry here that we're about to, next year, we're gonna be building a family life center just right next door here. And uh, we, we need you to pray about whether or not you wanna help give toward that to be a part of reaching students in our area. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, we're having Bible studies for coaches all over this region. And student athletes are coming to know Jesus like, like you wouldn't believe through, through that ministry. It's, it's amazing what's happening there. Right here in our own community, we have benevolence needs. You know, people need help. And uh, through Christian Care Prayer Outreach, we're helping people right here in our own community. We're rescuing or helping to rescue and to disciple children uh, that are in human trafficking right here in the Golden Triangle. And we're helping to build churches just like this one, almost three a week just like this one, same, know God, find freedom, discover your purpose, make a difference. That's what we're all about. And those churches have the same model that we have. These are some of the things that you're making a difference with. And so all we want to do is thank God for him allowing us to participate in this. So I'm just going to pray, pray a prayer. And I want you to pray it in your heart with me. Just let this be your heart's cry. God, thank you for blessing us so that we can help you expand your covenant in all the earth by returning to you, God, the portion that belongs to you, the portion that you've increased us with. And God, by giving our offerings, God, as we trust you with our finances. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, God bless you. Let's keep doing doing more and more and more all the time. You can give on your way out. We love you. God bless you. Thank you for experiencing the pathway life with us today. You're dismissed. We love you. God bless.